Welcome to the Build Your Business Better podcast, where we talk about the art and science of running a successful business. I'm your host, Andrew Biernan. Today, we're talking with Kim Porter, the business manager at Naked Dove Brewing Company in Canandaigua, New York. Kim started with Naked Dove in 2012 and quickly outgrew her role in the tasting room. She has since moved through merchandise ordering, inventory control, new product development, was the tasting room manager, and ran social media content. She now sits on the marketing committee of the Rochester Finger Lakes Craft Beverage Trail. She's also the creator of Impact, an all-female brewing project that produced beer to raise money for SAFE, S-A-F-E. Thanks for joining me today, Kim. Hi, Andrew. Thanks for having me. You're absolutely welcome. So I've known Kim for a long time. She is an absolutely brilliant person. And we got talking the other day on the Impact Project and kind of where that all got started. So Kim, can you walk us through what uh, what the project is and how it came to be? Certainly. So um, collaboration projects are not uncommon in the craft beer industry. Um, and being a female in the industry and not a brewer, um, I wanted to bring other women into a collaboration that were not brewers, women who typically don't brew a beer. Um, so essentially I went to all my staff, um, my boss actually, and said, I want to do this project and I want to raise money for a women's charity. And he said, okay, make it happen. So me being me, I set out, um, I emailed at the time, see this project was supposed to happen last year on the exact day that pretty much the whole state shut down. Oh my goodness. So it did not happen. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so it was put on pause. Um, at the time I had 30 women from, you know, 15 different breweries coming. We had to cut it back a little bit. So this year I reached out to a handful of women strictly just from women that I have done, you know, little projects with, I have met at um, beer festivals, um, maybe that I sit on a board with. And I said, how about we brew a beer on International Women's Day called Impact? I had the logo already designed um, from a female um, artist locally, um, Amy Colburn, who's just amazing, took all my ideas and made it flow. Um, And every single woman said, yes. I will be there, um, which is amazing. It's amazing to know that you have support in this industry as a woman. Um, and everybody wants to help everybody out. And that's one of the things I love about this industry is that it's so colli- so collegial that we all support each other. Um, and they knew that I wanted to do this project. And when I started looking at a charity, I remembered an article that I had read um, about six months prior to the original brew date. And it was a woman um, in the Midwest who was a forensic nurse. And she talked about the need for undergarments for women um, because they leave the hospital without anything. And it was up to those nurses to buy undergarments so the women weren't going home without bras or panties or you know even socks. So I said, we could do better. So... This is what I set out to do. I reached out to some of my customers who I know work in local hospitals and asked them, who do I get in touch with? How do I find out if there's a need here locally? And come to find out there is a need here locally. Um, There are 
two safe um, spaces here in Rochester, which is Thompson Hospital and Rochester General Hospital. And can you talk us through um, what they do and, uh, and what they help with? Yes. So SAFE is a sexual assault forensic exam. So after a woman um, or male has been sexually assaulted, um, you go to one of these two locations locally, and it's a 24-hour on-call service. They work through the emergency room at both those hospitals. Um, both these women who run these organizations or who, are, who head up these SAFE units have other roles in the hospital. Um, one, I'm not sure what her role is. I apologize for that. And the other one is a labor and delivery nurse. So there's only, for Thompson itself, there's only four people who handle this 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year on-call service, which is so incredible. Um, they could be working, they could be off with their family, you know, it doesn't matter. They come in and take care of these victims. And so when a woman or male is sexually assaulted, 90% of the time, all of their clothes are taken as evidence. So a woman typically will go home in scrubs um, and sometimes paper underwear. Oh, um, if a woman has had a baby, the mesh underwear that they have from the labor and delivery um, and I asked her, you know, would you like or need undergarment? And she said, absolutely. So this started my crusade. Absolutely. That's that's incredible. So I guess talk me through putting together this all-female brew team. You said it kind of came together relatively easily. And I guess how common are women in the brewing industry? Um, women in the brewing industry, it's not super common. We are definitely lower numbers. Um, it's a very much a white male dominated industry, working hard to change that. Um, female brewers in this area, I know of three female brewers. Hmm. There were four up until recently. Um, so it's not very common when we have, you know, I think almost 500 breweries in New York state, even just right here in the Rochester area, there's only four, three or four female brewers. Wow, that is remarkably small. Yeah. Yes. Very small. Um, getting this project together actually seemed pretty easily seemed easy. I should say, um, everybody wanted to help out and actually, especially post COVID everybody was dying hmm. to get together with their peers and work on a project together to raise hope for something else. That's incredible. I guess walk me through the impact of the of the project and is this a one-time thing or is this something you guys want to repeat? Well, uh, it's something that definitely I want to repeat. We talked about at our brew day that maybe next year a different brewery organizes it, um, still calls it impact, maybe changes the label a little bit um, and maybe we do a different female charity just so that we can spread the wealth a little bit, maybe a charity within their area, because some of these women came from, you know, Auburn, Weedsport, Rochester. So it wasn't all just right here in the Finger Lakes. Yeah, that's that's super incredible. Um, now, what, uh, what ended up happening with the actual charity itself? Like, do you have like a number amount as far as uh, amount raised or the uh, amount of donations that were given? Yeah, 
Um, so far, we've raised three thousand eight hundred dollars. Awesome. Yes. So, and that how it's working is that we um, are purchasing the actual un- undergarments and delivering them um, organized in totes for both the hospitals. That's fantastic. That is so cool. And and Kim, I'm sure you've heard this plenty of times, but thank you for what you are doing and what you're pushing for. This is so cool to hear about. Um, it, oh, go ahead. It's been pretty amazing. It's been pretty amazing. Everybody has been so generous. It's it's overwhelming sometimes. Um, you know, you have a conversation just like you and I. We had a conversation, and I'm going to use the word impact, but it really impacts everyone. You know, we all know... Um, we all have moms, sisters, aunts, friends, you know, that could be going through this situation. Absolutely. And and the numbers are sad, really, the the number of people who have been victims of, of sexual assault. Um, so let's let's uh, change gears a little bit to brewing in general. Um, so it seems like there's always a, a new brewery popping up, seems like almost every other day in the Finger Lakes area. Where do you see the local brewing industry headed? Oh, the local brewing scene is amazing right here in Canada. Well, you know, with seven breweries in Canada alone. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I see it as only getting bigger. More and more people are looking for a place to go and sit that's safe, um, that is a warm, cozy, you know, has a great vibe, sit and have a beer, a place that you can take your kids nine times out of 10 that, you know, everybody has games available. So you can sit and have a beer, you can meet friends, you can go on a date, you can go by yourself and just sit and decompress, or you can stop in and get your favorite craft beer to go. But I think sky's still the limit with in the industry. Okay. And so with, uh, with new breweries popping up, do you see that as kind of a rising tide, lifting all boats kind of a feeling? Uh, especially being on the, yeah. uh, the, the, the beverage trail. Um, is, have you seen like an increase in tourism with that as more breweries open? Yes. Um, even just us alone um, at Naked Dove, we see people this time of year from all over the country. It's amazing. People coming to the Finger Lakes. Um, so tourism, definitely always on the rise. Um, we even get people in the winter just for skiing and snowshoeing and staying at, you know, little airbnbs um what was the other part of your question sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh um (laughs) yes yes we lift each other up yes Yes. so we do um i feel like we're all in this together i don't really see the brewery next door as competition i see us as in this boat like you said riding this big wave together and if we can work together it only makes us stronger Absolutely. I think that's awesome. I think it's something that makes the Finger Lakes area really special is is this region definitely has that uh, camaraderie type of feeling to it. Um, talk to me a little bit about COVID and I guess coming out of that and how that's affected tourism, brewing, the industry as a whole, you know, patronage, all that. What what has that been like for the brewing industry and I guess Naked Dove specifically? It's It's been an interesting year and a half, that's for sure. Um, Last year, last summer anyways, as things were starting to open up, we saw a lot of people doing staycations. So a lot of New York residents, obviously, um, some neighboring states, people wanting to get out, but doing small little trips. So stopping doing brewery tours. 
Um, you see a little more brewery tours these days, which is really great. Um, sometimes they're doing a beer and wine tour together. Um, COVID for us was okay. You know, we're coming through this full force. We have an amazing staff that we're always trying to think of new and innovative ways to keep us on the front lines. Um, this year has been a better year. Obviously, we're getting more and more tourism because now that people can travel. Um, and I think ultimately, our regular customers that live right here within a, maybe a 40 mile radius have been amazing for us. You know, they've been there every step of the way, you know, supporting us, getting their beer to go, you know, doing home deliveries or curbside to support us, which has been amazing. So if it wasn't for our everyday regular customers, you know, we would feel more of a pinch, I think. Awesome. Now, I remember Naked Dove was one of the first microbreweries I had I'd ever heard of. You know, it's like I heard of, you know, microbreweries that are, you know, in the store. But then like all of a sudden, whoa, we have a microbrewery right here in Canada. <laughs> like, wow, that's wild. And so the, the industry right now is kind of kind of red hot. And do you see that only picking up steam similar to the wine industry where there's kind of like a new a new winery on, on every different hill? Uh, or do you see that slowly starting to fade as as taste change no i see it as you know more and more popping up i think it's becoming more and more popular i think more people are feeling less intimidated by trying craft beer um i think naked dove along with probably any of the other breweries are trying to welcome everyone and when i say that i don't mean like by um inclusion or diversity, but wanting everyone to try something. Because a lot of times people will come in and be like, oh, I don't know, I don't like craft beer. But getting them to open their minds, close their eyes, sometimes the color of the beer scares people. Um, and just getting them to just taste to see what it is that they might like. Awesome. You know, whether, whether it's multi, hoppy, you know, things like that. All right. Well, Kim, that was all the major questions I had for you. Was there anything you wanted to leave us with as far as uh, brewing or uh, advice on uh, on touring the Finger Lakes? No, but go out, support your local places, stop in, have a beer, have a glass of wine, a glass of cider, um, sit back, relax, listen to the music, have a little food and support local. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kim. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Build Your Business Better podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every Thursday when a new episode drops. What's going on, Grow Getters? Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you hit subscribe. This is going to automatically download the newest episodes for you because let's be honest, you know this is your favorite show. It's also going to help this show get in front of more people. Subscribes are the biggest metric that they use in order to push this in front of a new audience. If you want to do me another huge favor, you can leave me a review. Let me know why you tune in. What's been intriguing for you lately? What have you been learning? In this most recent episode, what was something that stood out for you? Please leave that review. And thanks for being on this journey with me.
Andrew hopes you have enjoyed this program.